1: Everybody. Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin, and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be
2: in every episode. I I made it back. Thanks for having me here on the pop. You know, uh, at this point, I'm another I'm another year older, another year wiser. Here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are officially as of yesterday, 36 years Thir- old. Yes, that is correct. I'm 36 years old now, Ben. Just popping it, living it, living my best pop over here. Did you know that that's my favorite number? I. Did know. Do you feel like this is like a golden year for me?
1: I sort of do. I feel like, I mean, I've I've like you know, it's I'm actually quite pleased that 36 happens to be my favorite number because as I draw nearer to being on the backside of my thirties. Yeah. I will at least for the first year of it, similar to your position, be able to celebrate and bask in the glory. That is the fact that I'm, I'm, that I'm my favorite numbers years old, right? Favorite numbers years old.
2: Yeah. Favorite number years old. There you go. That's Uh, pretty good. Yeah. So because 36 like it, there, it, it doesn't really feel like much different than 35. I didn't wake up like, Oh boy, you know, it just it was really just another day for the most part. It,
1: no, <laughs> but, of course. Yeah, which is I mean, that is how it seems to feel as you get older. I mean, birthdays become they s- seemingly less and less important right. minus like your major decades.
2: Yeah, yeah for sure. Maybe maybe your mid decades in there. There is th- 36 I think does hold like a certain distinction that like you like s- certainly when you turn 30, it's like, oh boy, you're in your 30s now, you know, you can't kid yourself that you're still 20 because you're in your 30s. You're there. Sure. You've sure. Arrived, but you but well, you're at least still in the front half of the 30s, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so this is like, okay, now we're really on the back end of the 30s, like officially yeah, you know? yeah. so there's that it does feel like you're you're like a real adult, you know, 36 is for sure. Sh- you are for sure an adult at this point. I still call I mom guess. and dad for advice. all the I, time. Know, I, know, yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: so but like th- what's interesting to me is that I feel like it has taken me just about halfway through my 30s to finally Feel like I have some idea of what actually defines somebody existing. Inside of their 20s. Oh. Like, like when I was in my 20s, I was like, everybody's doing different stuff. Like everybody has completely different paths, or at right? different places. Like, you know, some people decided to get like, you know, married early or have kids at this age or not have kids at all. Or, you know, they progressed in their career really fast, or these were like late bloomers in this way, or you know, yeah. like like these people went and explored the world, you know, right. like use, use this time. Like everybody in my head was using it in like such different ways. But now that I feel like I have like stepped back a little bit from it, I feel like or as I've gotten like further away from it, it has become much more obvious. I feel like what because your 20s are such like a like they are the true coming of age like people refer to like high school or like college as like coming of age years and yeah
2: they are in their own way they are i mean you're being prepared to go basically you know into your 20s into adulthood yes as it were yeah But, but 20s to me
1: the 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 era of your 20s are like a period of time to me where you're starting to like because when you go to college, you can make decisions for yourself. I mean, you're you're officially legally, you know, an adult human being and yeah. stuff. But like, I d- I still think there's like some degree of like you know potential like reliance. Like, it's not a you know it d- it doesn't feel necessarily like you're you're full blown in it. But once you have like your own job and your own place and your like your friend group and your hobbies and your activities and like you're starting to like kind of get like a like a feel for like when when left to their own devices, what does this person? do right you know like Like,
2: they've got the freedom what will they do with it exactly exactly and and
1: i think so that is the common thread is that i feel like the 20s is like when you get to get like a good idea of like what people want to do when they are getting to like make the decision for themselves right you know and so then now i'm kind of curious like entering into the 30s like what 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 do you think we will, like, as two people who are now, I'm 34, you are now 36. Yeah. um, I'll turn 35 this year. Do do you feel like there is something else like that will mark this decade.
2: I think it's probably kids more than anything. You think so? Yeah, I, I think mean, for so. us, especially Esso, well, us, yeah. especially I think. And, and, but as to, to zoom out, like maybe one layer for people who don't have kids, then it's like, you're right. Like you, you made a bunch of decisions in your twenties and then your thirties, I think is you like
1: <laughs> you live in them. Yeah. It's like
2: <laughs> now you're living in all of those decisions, all the things you decided back then. Now those seeds have sprouted out of the ground and now you really have to like, tend to them. So I think it's like uh, the time when you're really falling into like the the routine. It's like, okay, th- that then back then you were deciding how things are going to be. Now things are. Yeah. So now you you are like figuring out how to excel the best in the environment you have created for yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I think because you know you're th- like Again, going back to your twenties, it's like it seems like a time of lots of firsts, you know. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of that going on, and mm-hmm. um, you know, from like a um, like a dopamine fix perspective, it's it's hard to realize. I think through your twenties, how <sighs> much uh, these events and instances and and like like how much those major firsts might be for you like like speaking personally you know it's like going through and you know like buying like the first house having like your career start to take some version of like stability first jobs right um, you know like meeting the person you're going to you know be with forever getting engaged getting married like yeah you know there's there's all these like really big occasions that then have like a lot of accompanying like events around them like showers and yeah. you know, bachelor parties yeah, and weddings. Weddings, and, weddings, yeah. Yeah. Um like lots of you know, so it's like lots of like big, big, big bumps. And then then like once you like roll into this neck next phase, it's sort of like you're kind of like looking to like keep things as like stable is sort of like the way that I feel like my right. mind has shifted. Well I feel like
2: when you're growing up too, a lot of the stuff that happens in your twenties is like the things you're like being told to be ready for or that you're sort of preparing for for like most of it or that you've maybe dreamed are the the days that are coming in your life like it's hard to imagine like past getting your first job or past getting married or past like like I like as a kid like I knew I want to grow up and get married and you know have a house and have kids and it's like you don't it's easy to think of all those things as these big things and then like once you once you have arrived with all those things it's like when you were a kid you didn't spend 20 years thinking about I want to you know like what what was on what was five years past those events
1: yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and like this is this is where like for the most part so many of like all of our favorite like movies and stories sort of conclude with that sentiment of like and they lived happily ever after right but like why do we never see a film that is just happily ever after which is like like just simply watching people get up go to work go to their hobbies go to picnics get together with family you know do holidays like but like remove conflict from the equation right you know it's like it's like those aren't really like the stories that people necessarily want to hear but it's also like a very interesting part of your life to then live right because like you know in some capacity like if you wanted to go through and end your story at any major like life moment where you wanted to like leave the reader you know sort of like like left in wonderment about like what comes next. Right. You know, like let, let the reader do whatever they want, like fill in the blanks, however they feel is necessary for, for what their version of, you know, happily ever after looks like. Right. But then, but then, you know, once you're inside of it, like that becomes like your daily existence. Yeah. You know, and that's, it's so interesting. And, um, you know, it's, it's its own wild ride, I guess, yeah. you know,
2: I think that uh, it, this is just reminding me a lot of like the act of like, even just having kids where I think when Um, but my experience has been that when someone gets pregnant, there is like all of like you spend like nine months, you know, getting ready for the baby to get here. Yes. Or yep, whatever. But so much emphasis is put on the like the act of, um, delivery. Yes. Like the, like so much of what people, you spend so much time like getting ready for like the act of just, just the baby like entering the world, and yeah, like hour zero, basically, yeah, like hour zero. But like not near, and you know that. I mean, it definitely deserves some prep. It deserves your consideration. <laughs> it, it's it, a lot happening. It's momentous. It's momentous. However, it also seems like it that that will come and go quickly. Um, whereas then you will have the baby, and you will uh, have the rest of that child's life to deal with as well and it's like you (laughs) didn't and suddenly you're like why didn't i think about what to do with the baby right we were pregnant and we were concerned about the end of pregnancy but not the not the taking care of the kid part so much right yes like not not that you didn't go and you know make the nursery and buy the diapers and stuff but suddenly you're like wait what do i do when it cries you know (laughs) (laughs) like why did anyone talk to me about this i had i feel like i wasted nine months right right yes yeah
1: and well then on the on the other end of of your argument here as well would be uh, which I agree with because I, I definitely went through like a lot of the same things but you know because we had like you know Addison's nursery. Ready for her, basically like from the moment she came home from the hospital. Right, then she slept in our room with us for four months. Also that, you know. So it's like it's like it was such a big deal. It's like okay, we have to have the crib assembled, and we want to have like a sheet on the mattress, and we want like the the changing table like packed with all the stuff, and her closet with all of her clothes neatly hung up. And it's like we we almost didn't use the nursery shy of the changing table when we happen to be upstairs, but we also had a changing table downstairs right. that we use for almost everything else, because that's where we live. Yeah. You know, and that's true too. Um, <laughs> so it's it, it was just funny because you know you put so much effort into that that in the spectrum uh but then the other one for me was almost like the flip side which was that like i was so excited because like oh my god like i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a child i'm gonna have like a person in my life who like i can like show all these things that like i grew up loving and like yeah. i can't wait to like share those experiences and like you know go kick a soccer ball in the yard and like teach them to like cast a fishing pole or like go you know kayaking skiing scuba diving you know like all, all right. these like all the these, things all the things but it's also so like okay
2: they're not going to be old enough to do those things for a while right turns out your newborn infant sucks at everything yeah apparently yeah. what's yeah. up with that Jeez. I know prodigies come on
1: um, yeah no. but you know so then in the meantime yeah it's like you're you're trying to then develop your kind of like way of of gameplay with them based on like you know what what they're now capable of in any stretch of time all of which is also constantly changing yeah you know so it's like for for like the first year or whatever it's like you're doing all this like tummy time and like you know these yes, like little ways like, to like try to like get their them, neck
2: muscles and stuff like that yeah ex-
1: exactly so it's like playing with them might be like you know holding a stuffed animal while they lay on their back and just like having them track the the object back and forth as you move it from side to side and right. see if their eyes can like can stay with it And then, you know, like, Addie now is, like, she's at a point where she's, like, got some imagination and, like, you know, she's got, like, a little, like, tea party set, for example. So, like, she'll be, like, you know, she'll go and grab – we have this, like, like little round floral suitcase thing that has all of her, like, little teacups in it. Yeah. And she'll say, like, let's go go have a party. Right. You know, like – and so, like, we'll go and we'll sit, like, at her, like, little table and, like, we'll set the things up. But then she doesn't really know, like – anything else about like what your traditional tea party looks like sure you know so we basically just like continuously sip cups yeah
2: that's all she <laughs> nah, wants nah,
1: i think a sip she takes a sip 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 sip
2: sip sip, sip. <laughs> you right. know, it's like it's like okay now what do we do yeah you know but it's like but is uh, she just grinning ear to ear the whole time she's pretty jazzed about yeah, exactly. it yeah I mean, so, so that's yeah. all that matters you know? I know there is there's sometimes where it's like you the adult knows what like skipping to the end will look like where it's like okay right so we skip but you know what else we should do we should get some bears in here we should have some conversations we should so maybe we should serve some imaginary biscuits you know what do you think about all these things and it's like it doesn't matter to them
1: right right, right, right yes yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's like because like, they're they're still just basically like recognizing enough about like the the basic mechanics that they have witnessed in life so far and and that's about as far as like you know her little imagination goes yes at this point so yeah. you know it's it's <clears throat> it's slow but also constantly changing
2: i know there is just like this like yeah it's it's interesting watching like um so luke has been doing uh basketball for a couple week or a couple yeah like this last month or so yeah yeah so you know it's it, it has been so interesting watching how it's gone because we've only been i think they've had three games total but maybe we've only been to like two because of our um cruise. okay so or maybe we missed two i don't know it doesn't matter but like in the you know he, it's not. We have like a little basketball hoop at the house, like a little like Fisher Price one, right? And you know he's you know throwing stuff at that for his whole life. He's you know known and existed, and sometimes he'll go down and play with it, and sometimes he won't, and you know sometimes they'll turn it into a whole different game or. You right. Know, uh, yeah. It's just, you know, but it, it's like, he's not been completely unaware of like what you do with the ball and the hoop. Right. But, and you know, he's, he's seen dribbling and he's like tried it before and then he'll go to practice and you could tell like the first night he was just like very hesitant to like even join in on the practice. And then the second night of practice, he was like way more into it, just like excited to get out there. But then we got to the first game and you could tell like, and I mean, it's a lot. Cause like, and it's like, it's so weird what you consider a lot, um, because, like I went in there, and you know w- you know having you and Tyler as brothers and having played rec sports my whole life, you know, I've been to you know over a thousand rec league sports games of some kind, you yeah, know of yeah. some yeah. kind, like I know exactly <clears throat> how it works, even yeah. if I haven't been in fifteen years, right, like nothing about it is surprising to me at all, like yes, those are the benches we sit here you know, they'll everything about it is very like familiar feeling to me, but like Beth didn't do like any rec sport. So she came with us this past weekend and she was looking around. She's just like, like, I, like I was confused looking at her because she looked like she was just like, I don't really, I don't know they really tell you where to go. Like, I, I couldn't like get my bearings. And I was just like, what do you mean? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like so, We th- sit there. They play we, there. Yeah. yeah we yeah. sit here. They play there. The buzzer goes. They sit like, wh- th- what are you talking about? There's no bearings to be had. It's super obvious. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But, but that mm-hmm. is
1: like through the lens of somebody who has had so much experience exactly. with exactly this thing. And
2: it's like, and, and Beth is still an adult who has been to many other you know events of any kind yeah um and you know she's still sort of like where where do are we in the right spot are we you know it's like, is this good and then so then i can only imagine like what it's like for luke who has you know this is his second time being in this environment at all right you know right like for him it's extra everything is just like Wah. much less try like the environment is stimulating beyond just also I have to play a game <laughs>
1: right right you know? I know and and this is kind of funny too because like I think sometimes I take my own personal experiences and like project them onto like professional athletes mm-hmm. or like a lot of times like you know you'll see like Patrick Mahomes you know trotting on the field to try to like make a comeback win in the playoffs or whatever and I'm like I bet he's so nervous right now but he's just like freaking out and it's like he like I think that like th- like that is the difference between like a professional athlete they have logged so many more hours like um, because you know like a lot of times like that they like they talk about like having like a short term memory in, yeah. in like pro sports because like maybe you'll like make a mistake and you have to get back onto the field and like not make a mistake you know don't fall victim to right the, the black hole that is like the self-doubt because you threw an interception or something like that or like you know missed a pass or or dropped a ball or, or whatever you know right but then like they go out and they do it and they just pick right back up like as like where they always would and it's like oh yeah okay because they're not like they're not as nervous to be out there they know
2: they're exceptionally right. good at this they've done it yeah right. they're like you know they're looking at the game like we're in a bad spot but it's you know this is what i have to do to win so i'm gonna i guess that's what i'm gonna go do
1: yes yeah yeah, yeah exactly like yeah so it's like but but then on you know like for for luke you know it's like he's going in and he's I don't know. Like you're you're probably projecting like your own experience now like on onto the people around you thinking like, oh, this all makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, um, yeah, I'm perfectly comfortable in this environment <coughs> without realizing like how much is just drinking from a fire hose for everybody else. Yeah, um, which hilariously, the way you were just describing Beth being at the game almost reminded me exactly of how I felt stepping onto the cruise ship a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no doubt where, you know, it was the same thing. Like, you know, you're you're going into this environment. In my mind, it's like this is a cruise. This is supposed to be like basically the the pinnacle of relaxing,
2: Exa- you yeah. know, environments
1: where yes. it's like, I can't think of something that requires um brain space less than a a a giant ship where you're in like an enclosed area that's not I mean, it's huge, but also not that big Right. where there's obvious places to go and get your food, all of which is prepaid for. You know, it's right. like all, all these things. It's like, it should be as simple as just sort of like, yeah, go here, go here, go here, do this, do that, you know, like whatever. Oh, well, like, still you get in and it's like everybody who's done it a bunch of times seems to know exactly what they're doing. Right. You know, and then meanwhile, I'm like, wait, where do we go? And when can we get into our rooms? And like, our, our, like you know, the first thing we did was like walk to like one of the, the dining halls and had a meal. Yeah. And, you know, I think for me like of like walking into that dining hall, I didn't even realize we were going to be like allowed to eat like while we're still like at port. I was like, well, surely they'll wait until we like pull off before they fire up the kitchens and stuff. It's like, nope, nope. (laughs) you know, they're just cooking. They're ready to go. You know, they're ready for you. Um,
2: Yeah. So there, there is immediately like a ton of learning and it's like, you know, that's, you know, but, and and you think there's an amount of prepping you can do for it. Like, you know, Beth was, you know, reading the blog. She was on the Facebook, Facebook pages. She was on the you know, in, in the groups, yeah. you know, asking questions, you know, had like a whole plan of attack had like, you know, research what the rooms were going to look like and all that stuff. And you know, it's still still it's like you can do all the prep in the world and it's just like what do we do? Right. Like, and yes. it's like you it, you sometimes you just have to experience it to do it. And it's you know, it's the you know, we um, it's like in Harry Potter where it's like, you know what? like when they go to the, ride the the brooms for the first time and like Hermione's tried to like textbook herself into it and it's like you can read all you want, but like never gonna. It's never the same as just being on the broom, is it? Exactly. Yeah. 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 You
1: Just got to get that like actual actual experience. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. On, on the saddle, so to speak. But So
2: yeah. So for Luke's first game ever, I remember he was he was just out there and you could tell he was just sort of like, I don't exactly know where to where to be, you know, like I think, his, you know, his first period of play, I think he moved like four feet back and forth just sort of like uh, over here, over here, over here. And this time it was like, um, you know, by the end of it, he, you know, he he tried to, you know, go for a few rebounds here or there. Um, I, I don't think he did more than like pass the ball in in his first game. Sure. You know, which was like totally fine. You know, it's just like, you know, you're just getting your bearings and this time you could tell like he still wasn't, you know, uh, he, he was very much more like i've done it at least once before so at least you know if the ball changed hands and everyone ran to the other side of the field you know he ran back and forth on the court you know probably 20 times which was like oh at least you're you understand the crowd now like i get it we go down here we go down there we go down here so it's like i'm not like so like paralyzed by the stimulation that like i don't know how to move kind of thing
1: yes yes. yeah so then the the next question that we could maybe take like luke's experience with and like extrapolate into more of like you know this this grown world that we now exist in is almost like this is almost the exact concept behind broadening your horizons yeah like like basically experimenting in life and taking yourself then like pushing your comfort zone like if you can imagine you exist inside of like this kind of a bubble where the like the perimeter of that bubble is your comfort zone and it's sort of like as life goes on what you need to be doing is going and like occasionally pushing out On those edges. Yeah. And and seeing what it shows you about, like, what you are capable of and with the knowledge of what you're capable of, like, what doors... Are opened in the process mm-hmm. because this is sometimes like I think you know like I was I was sort of saying like when you get into your 30s you've gone through all these first you've done all these things you kind of find your rhythm and then you kind of go and like live like a daily existence but I think like the big challenge for yourself once you reach like that stage of sort of like okay now I'm like I'm like in the routine now I'm doing like the day in the day out like I go to these places I eat at these restaurants I call these people like I know I know like the players under the environment I know everything yeah but like I think this is where it can be very easily very easy to settle in and not challenge that perimeter anymore Mm -hmm. but like you know if you're luke it's kind of like he goes to the first game and let's say he he's walking and you can use the bubble example again he had like a like a five foot radius he was willing to exist within like you know I'll, i'll stand like a little bit more uh, like so this is the jump ball. You normally know, at the beginning of basketball, yeah. big, big circle in the middle of the, the court. It would almost be like, I'm not going to leave the big circle. I'm comfortable inside right. of the big circle. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and then it would almost be like, like, you know, second game. It's like, okay, I'm going to go from one edge of the three point line to one edge of the three point line. Like that's my new horizon. Yeah. You know, it's like, but that means that like anytime that the ball doesn't happen to exist in that 30% space of the court, you're not going to have any way to interact with it because you're not willing to like step outside of those right but those boundaries and so like you know week in week out maybe it gets to the point where the in the entire court becomes unlocked for luke and now all of a sudden it's sort of like you know as a player on the court itself it's like okay i'm starting to like put the pieces of this puzzle together a little bit and i'm starting to understand like okay i can run from here to there but also like that spot over there even though i'm allowed to go there there's no real need for me to be there because right. this like you know player five is in that position right instead. it's like
2: to me it's like yeah, it's it's you know it's There's always, and in the meantime, there are certainly kids out there who clearly know exactly how basketball works and is good at it and are taking, you know, jump shots and making them. And you're like, goodness. Yeah. When you You sent me,
1: when you sent me a video from, from his game over the weekend and I saw somebody like make a basket. Yeah. I don't know why, but in my head I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They make shots. (laughs) Like, you know, and, and like in my head, I was like, surely they're not going and chasing a ball back and forth for. 30 minutes and never actually achieving the game of basketball which is to put the ball through the hoop. right but like also when i saw somebody made a shot i was like well that was the most miraculous thing i've ever seen in my life but
2: like it also sort of is too it's like i mean a lot most of the shots are you know right beneath the basket someone throws it up but you know it bounces around and it goes in and it's like it almost does not matter which team scored which kids scored like you can just tell everyone in the crowd is ex- so excited that that kid made a basket. You yes, know? yes, like, yeah. Like, you did it. Oh, my God, amazing. Just what, like, everyone's proud of everyone, which is a really good environment, I think. Yes. But there, you know, it's like, you have kids like Luke, who, like, I feel like maybe, that. so, like, who are, you know, just... Get, acclimating to the environment and then other kids who like maybe have had brothers or sisters who have done this before and they've like watched a lot or whatever yeah Um, which is like maybe because we brought Nick and Nate to this last one so I'm very curious like if they come to a bunch of games and just like watch Luke do it a bunch then like if and when it's their turn are they just going to be like, yeah, I got, I, I much more have my bearings from the start. Yeah.
1: And, and even that's like kind of hard to say sometimes because like, um, I could, I like, I think as a kid watching you grow up before me, Mm -hmm. it was almost like you were establishing like a line in the sand that like in my mind, it was like most likely I can never pass that line because my older brother didn't pass that line, Mm -hmm. which was like my own, my own personal like perspective. But it may like, you know, we, we talk about, um, Let's see, like a scarcity mindset versus a abundance, an abundance mindset. Um, And so like on on one end of the spectrum, you might say like, okay, I went to games growing up watching my older brother played. He scored six points inside of a game, which proves that me as a member of this family being on that court doing this thing can score points on that stage. However, oftentimes I think what might happen to me was like I was much more in like the, the mindset of like, well, Jay only ever scored six points, which means that I am only ever capable of scoring Six points, right? And like two, that's the mountain. That's the mountain. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So it's like it would almost be like okay, like now if I score two, it's like well, I almost caught up with Jay, you know, like, right. like with with that incredibly high mark yeah. that was available. So some, like, I, I, it's weird because I, I guess I can I can see a world where like perspectives can dictate just about everything to do with sure. how something like this ultimately, like plays out inside of somebody's mind but the thinking would be that by simply going by being present by being a fly on the wall by gaining that additional exposure that you as an individual will be able to then further excel yeah when it's your turn
2: yeah you yeah it's very difficult i i remember that feeling too oddly that like i would go to these like i, I remember being on the teams and like if i scored like you know you know four or six points a game it would be like wow uh, you know that was about as much as I'm allowed to score, or something. Right. You know, yes. Yes. Like, yes. You know, like I. It's not my position to be trying to score as many points as possible. You know, like which is like stupid because <laughs> why not? Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> and like I even I, I know there was one year we had I had a couple of pretty good like basketball coaches that were you know the play would be designed to get the ball to one of the forwards specifically to score like they were the one of the two people who was going to score like based on how the play was designed and that was usually my spot because I was usually like the second tallest person on the team. So I I wasn't the center, but then the forwards are the next tallest people normally. Okay. So lots of rebounds, lots of under the basket stuff. So like the ball would end up like, oh, it's going to end up over here. Then the center, they're going to turn around. You're going to be moving here. They're going to pass you the ball. You're going to score. Boom. That's how it's going to work. Right kind of thing. It's like the it, even even with those designs. I think if I scored like if yeah, like six points it would be like, wow, amazing day. Yes, but like the point totals for these games could end up in like the fifties or something. You know yeah. by the time you get to like rec league and so it was like you did put the ball up sometimes and I'm sure that and you know that was really exciting, but it wasn't like I was a main scorer or anything. Right, right. Yeah yeah
1: mostly what i remember from my my days of basketball were that like when the ball did get to my hands and there was like some possibility of me launching it any amount of practice any amount of like shooting hoops in the driveway anything like that basically went out the window and i was just heaving the ball in the general direction of the hoop and if it went in amazing if it missed it'd be like well who's gonna think less of me for that right yeah Yeah. like the the pressure would overwhelm me so so massively that it was just always like uh Go! go yeah, Do. <laughs> maybe it'll go in yeah it usually didn't well six points that was my cap <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> that's what i was capable of but, but to go back to my other example though like i'd be curious like to, to hear your thoughts like is there anywhere inside of like your life now where you feel like it's it's important to be like attempting to like push boundaries or have you ever pushed a boundary and found like that it revealed like a whole new world
2: of potential or opportunity to you Hmm, that is an interesting question. The thing that pops to mind immediately is like mountain biking. Okay, yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Where like for the long, I know we've talked about this before on the pop, but like for the longest time, like growing up, like I remember, you know, we, we had like bikes growing up and you know, I would have called them mountain bikes. Um, just because they had treads on the tire and that's what dad told us they were. So they yeah, were Yeah, they had you know, had was like, yeah, do you guys mountain bike? I'm like, yeah, of course, you know, all biking is mountain biking basically as far as I'm concerned, right? If you're riding right. a mountain bike down my street, I'm mountain biking, uh, mountain biking. Yeah. Uh, what it means. Um, <laughs> most kids bikes just have treads cause they don't need road bikes. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're going to be riding off roads and those, those are the harder ones to break. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. Um, and you know, I remember going to trails and you you know sort of a ride on like an easy trail or something. But then like um, uh, our 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 dear friend John of the GMA would you know invite us to go like uh, mountain biking or something. And he would have gone like on real mountain bike trails before. And like John is like not only would he have experience like actually doing the sport for real, but is just sort of like naturally gifted at most things, athletic anyway, especially anything to do with like maintaining your balance in any way, which of course I, is like the core of riding your bike. I was
1: going to say he's like a human gyroscope. Like, yeah. like, I I mean, it doesn't even occur to me that it would be possible to knock John over. <laughs> right. Like, and, and, like, and he's like built like us. He's not like, he's not like some Huge individual or something like that, like 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 a towering right. uh, like football player yeah. you know linebacker no, no, no. type person or something like you know, but yeah he he is just he is just straight as can be right like, yeah. like you never, know, can't
2: cannot be like toppled I know we've never seen him lose his balance in his whole life, yes you know yeah um and so like you know we would go and it you you'd like try and keep up with him, which would have been impossible even if you had gone. 50 times before right but in the meantime you've never been before and you can't keep up and now you're just sort of like struggling on these trails on your kids quote unquote mountain bike, which has treads on the tire, but which is not a mountain bike, right? right. It's just like a bike. Yes. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. 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 And like, you know, he's got you know, the the suspension and the shocks and all the other things, which he doesn't need because he could have done it anyway. But like and it, I remember just going on rides like that and feeling like this is terrible. Uh-huh. And it, it like turned this thing that I like thought I liked like biking into this like really scary thing. And then, um, like, consequently, I think, like, fast forward a few years, like, um, I think you, you started kind of going mountain biking with our friend Paul and um, our friend Traceum and you guys all had bikes, and... You'd be like, you got to get out there. You got to come with us. And like, I didn't really have money for a bike. Would you could go rent one? And I remember renting one one day, and it happened to be like some super nice bike because it was the only one they had. And they were like, normally it costs this much, but since it's the only one, we're not going to hold that against you. It's you know whatever the cheap version. is. So I was like, well, I just rented a Ferrari, basically. For yes, yeah. You know, and it was like everyone was like, oh, so good. But then it's like just because you have the good bike doesn't necessarily matter either because you're out on these trails and you know they just take some getting used to the technical skills and the endurance of it all and stuff. And so I did fine, but I remembered like being like 15 minutes into the first ride and going down some like crazy Hill that had this nice sharp turn at the bottom and just thinking like, how on earth are they doing it? Like, I have no idea. I have no bearings at all. Like I'm going to crash. This isn't fun. Like, blah. you know, just feeling so frustrated, <clears throat> excuse me. And just like like, repeatedly, I would have these, like, bad experiences, like, on mountain bikes, which, like, intrinsically, I thought, like, I must like this. Like, I know, like, I want to like it. I know it's fun. Like, I should be able to do it. Right. And we got to around, like, um, COVID times or something, and, like, enough time had passed where, like, no one had done it. Um, no one had was really on the trend. We were all sort of, like, starting basically from zero again. And you, you and me and Mike and our other friend, Steven, just started kind of going to get outside from the COVID. And yeah, it was, it like was a like, way to
1: spend time together,
2: like apart like, yes, from each other too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, doing the responsible social distancing. And it was like, finally, I'd had like enough experiences, like sort of logged away in my brain and like a bike that fit. And I was with people who were like sort of at my level, maybe a little more experience. And it was just like, it all clicked. And it was like, not and I think we'd also gotten like the peloton at the house so I had been doing a lot of the rides so like even just physically my body was like prepared for biking yeah
1: yeah like a little bit more like strength
2: yeah yeah so it was like I I historically have not enjoyed this but like I'm going out there and we really just like and then we really got into it and then I felt like um, it was so much fun and like I I was able to like um, excel at it and like look forward to it and um, all that and now it's like um, uh, it's like one of my favorite things to do now so.
1: now was there any part of you though that like through the process of expanding on this aspect of your life like did it give you any more confidence that like you know if you were to go and try some other hobby or endeavor or something that might seem intimidating that you might be able to excel at that in a way that like you've normally shielded yourself from a little bit like you know it's it's almost um like like for example uh i think when i first like ate sushi for Mm -hmm. the first time yeah it was like and enjoyed it like to the point where i was like well i want to go back and have that again it was like all i had done was eaten like the most basic like tuna roll that there was right it it was three ingredients it was the the like the seaweed wrap the rice and a a small piece of like Raw tuna. Right. But, like, all of a sudden, it sort of, like, planted this idea in my head that I was like, hey, you're an adventurous eater. You can eat other adventurous things, too. Maybe you should get, like, all the toppings on the hamburger next time you order one right. yeah. at the drive-thru. It's like, maybe you'll turns try out it. I don't mind if there's pickles oh, and, and mayonnaise and onions do, and everything.
2: I do remember that about eating at some point, being like, maybe i will i think i was i we were at a we were at a famous a's which was a um yeah, was a long time like establishment in the roanoke area it was indeed which just seems like they just keep getting shut down now yeah uh, don't know what happened Ugh, real real bummer Loved famous a's but i remember being there with one of my friends once and like you know that my entire life i'd only ever order just off the kids menu because we'd go over there with mom and dad and they'd say what do you want of these three things and be like uh I don't know right that and I couldn't even tell you but like we were there and uh, one of my buddies ordered a roast beef and cheese and I was like "Wait off like the menu menu or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and like like the the bacon menu. I know it was like the mom and dad menu. Yeah, the mom like okay and I remember the next time going I was like well maybe I'll try ordering off the big menu and I got like a, a turkey club and it was so good and I loved it and it was just like oh my gosh this was like the best and i remember i think I, I that continued to be part of my famous a's order for a very long time but I, like it was like then it was like exciting every time you went somewhere to try stuff and be like well what if i do get all the stuff on the hamburger you're right like or what if i just keep you know what 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 other things could i do and it was like this ugh, like just it, it opened up so many doors food wise
1: yes yeah, so, it like broadens your horizon <laughs> in such a massive way because i i had the same thing with uh so, so same guy Trey that we were riding bikes with back in the day um, I remember I had helped him dig a koi pond in his backyard yeah which we we did by hand um, and took like just many many hours I was having like the whole yeah. like holes experience where I was like I think I'm getting like quietly like strong just from waking up every Saturday morning digging and, going holes. and digging a hole for a yeah. long time um, but as a thank you him and his wife uh, very graciously were like well, we would like to take you out to eat like would you like to come and check this Indian restaurant with us, and it was the exact same thing. Where I was very much like, um, I don't know, <laughs> like, is there anywhere else that we could go? Like, I don't know if I would like Indian. And they're like, No, 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 trust me, like you're gonna love it. Like, you know, we'll we'll show you like what to get. And I was like, Okay, you know. And I think it was one of those things like where if I wasn't in that situation and had somebody sort of like taking me outside of my comfort zone, I like or if it was even people I was more comfortable with just saying no to, I would have. Yeah, you know, I'm mean? like, No, I don't think that's what I want you know, to do like, right. Like I don't, I don't want to go like somewhere. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I like the food. Um, and so, you know, like I get there and I order the chicken tikka masala, yeah. which is like the, um, I, I have no idea whether or not this comparison actually tracks or if it just happens to be the case that it was the first thing I ever had at an Indian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, um, like to me, I would compare it to like the general so's chicken of like like, if you order Chinese, like, right. like, I would put them in similar columns of, like, chances are this is, like, the first dish you tried when trying this kind of cuisine. I
2: know what you mean. Like, it's probably, like, the most popular dish on each menu. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I would say probably the only... I don't think General So's is, like, a, like an actual Chinese... Like, the way we enjoy it is, like, an act, the way, like, an actual Chinese person would
1: enjoy it. I, I think that is correct. Whereas, I think, yeah. like,
2: chicken tikka masala you order at the Indian shop here in Roanoke probably is... is like fairly authentic uh, fairly authentic yeah that i yeah. think
1: that could be that could be true yeah um and I, I i couldn't say that i personally know enough about either of those areas i would to, agree to speak with confidence yeah. but i think that you're right in in that assessment but um so the, the interesting thing to me though is it's exactly the same as sushi where it was all of a sudden it was like no i i like indian food like this is like this is like one of my like i i love going here yeah because i like the tikka masala <laughs> you know? right so it's like it, it opens up this like new kinds of restaurants where i can go to most of which i'm going to order the same dish but then as time goes on and you go to the restaurant enough times it's like you know what i do really like this let me try something else on the menu yeah let me try a different thing and then you're like man it turns out i really like all like this whole flavor profile is good yeah um but sometimes i think you need like your foot in the door in order to you know again going back to that like that idea of like the bubble your comfort zone like around you it's like you got to figure out how to like it's like move it back like in little like incremental things knowing like it doesn't need to be all at once, yeah. Um, and then the more different places you go, and the more different things you try, the more it then is sort of like, well, now I want to go try like that other restaurant that, like, I you know I hadn't heard of that kind of cuisine before, but uh, I'll give it a shot, yeah. Um, and I think that that can definitely be just like a like kind of like the the like there's that Jim Carrey movie like Yes Man, like yeah. Sometimes like like it seems like a very extreme way to live your life, like just basically saying yes. To everything mm-hmm. but sometimes I feel like I want to embrace that way of living like that much more yeah because it's like I I think that like I will get like so nervous about trying something new for the first time that like i'll I'll have like I'll have like push my boundaries in a whole bunch of different ways and I'm sort of like okay. I'm comfortable here. I don't want. To, I don't want to push my boundaries in any new ways. But then sometimes I do, and I learn a new thing. And like when I learn that new thing, it's like, oh my gosh! Now the world is like my oyster. Right now, now, I can do everything. Right. You know. Yes. And so it's like sometimes you almost gotta like like feed that that like thing inside of you so that it can keep growing. Right. You
2: know. Yeah. Like keep keep trying and then trying right yeah keep keep pushing the boundaries i know yeah i think for for food i like i i don't think i i think i'm pretty open about like everything like i don't think who would be like oh we're going to this kind of place and i be like well i've never had that before i don't know
1: yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you, know. no, you are good about yeah. this. I, I do not think mm-hmm. you have quite the same level of like, like worry. But then sometimes I think when I know other people in my life who do have some of these walls up, I do think sometimes I'm like, let me encourage you because I feel like if I do, if I can get you to try it for the first time, you'll like, like I, I do think you'll like it because because I think I was right where you were. Like I wasn't open minded and then I was surprised. Right.
2: You know, and, and that can be. That can be like the best experience too. Man, I'm think I don't know what about this conversation is making me think about doing like the giant water slides. Like, oh, are you gonna like push your boundaries on it?
1: The like, giant like you mean like going to like a water park yeah, where they're doing got like, like
2: doing like the Daredevil drop at okay. like Emerald Point or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like one. in my mind like I've done it so many like I've done it. I've gone down the side like so many times and like in my mind when I'm imagining it, I'm like, there's no way anyone gets down that side without falling off. Like, even though I've done it, like I'm thinking about it like my whole body's shaking. I'm like it's impossible. <laughs> it's like I've done it and I'm like, I still, I'm still afraid of it. Would you be nervous to do it right now? Yes. Would you really? Absolutely. Yes, I would be. I'm nervous every time I go to the top of that ride, even though I've done like sometimes I have to do it just to prove to myself that like you're being stupid. <laughs> Like, this is so interesting to me because I would yeah. not
1: have guessed that. Of it, I would have thought that I would have thought that any uh, like amusement park attraction type anything for you was just like a 100 green light, like there, no issues whatsoever. It,
2: you know what? For the most part, you're absolutely right. There's like no roller coasters I'm like afraid to go do or anything like that. But like the this slide in particular, one you have to walk up so many stairs to get to the top. You do. It is such an endeavor. So like you're nervous, and then your leg, like you're sort of shaky, and then your legs are like you're up there, and you're like, am I tired? Am my legs shaking because I'm nervous? are they shaking because um because they're just tired of walking right up so many stairs but then it's also like it's not closed in you know it's like it's open it feels like if you leaned forward while you were falling follow- like while you were doing it like you could just tumble off the side or something okay. which you cannot right like right. you couldn't even le- the forces on your body are such that like you're not leaning forward also there'd be no reason to lean forward like not- i don't even think you like you know of course you're just you're just going down and it's like it can't be as steep as it feels because no one. It's like no one's ever fallen off. You right. Know? Right, <laughs> like, right. Right. Like this is
1: like one of those things they like where they like tell you to cross your feet and you're like, well, what happens to my feet? I'm uncrossed. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah. like it's like if you're telling me to cross my feet, that means that my feet better darn be crossed.
2: Right. Like exactly. it's like it's
1: like you'll be fine. Just cross your feet. And it's like Okay. Or, what? or yeah, it's like that feels like something that can easily be undone. What happens right. if it comes undone? Yeah, It's like, well, you'll be fine. It's like, well, then why would you tell me across my feet?
2: I know. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. you got it. So like it's like they give you things to do so that you'll feel more comfortable about doing it right? because there's a way to do it. Yeah, like now I'm following the rules now. Now I'm doing it the safe one. It's like yeah, you can pretty much go down any way you want well, probably not. I have no idea. Yeah, well, well it's not, it's not t- let's not test no, let's it, not do but, that yeah. at all. Yeah. But like, it's like, I, it's like one of those things like I have done it. I've been in the park and done it over and over before like I've had fun doing it and like it, like my memory of it is still like the fear.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, let me give you another example then because I have another one of these that's just like all the others, but yeah. it's like okay. So we did the Spartan race uh, several years ago. I think back in 2018 yeah. we, we we made the rather courageous in my opinion Decision to do a Super Carlin Brothers meetup and like a Spartan race in the same day. Yeah. Um, and the idea was that like we could go, we could meet up with some people from the community, do the Spartan race, go shower off, make our way to the movie theater where we could then go and meet, you know, like all the people who came out who to came be to a part it? of the thing. Yeah. Uh, it was probably one of the most exhausting days, you know, ever, ever. Yep. Um, But it was also just a huge amount of fun. But there was an interesting thing that happened because the Spartan race was something that like I had seen like, you know, through like social media and, you know, like all the other stuff uh like advertisements like delivered to me a bunch of times which i think kind of logically made sense especially given like where like my fitness endeavors were at that stage like it was yeah. it was def i was like the target market uh, like for this exact yeah. thing. and sure enough i went and we did it in dc and i like loved it i was like this was so much fun i really enjoyed it and then what ended up happening was i think possibly the next year yeah we did it in dc again yes and like we went and we did the same spartan race and then we waited at least one whole day yeah to before do doing the meetup the next day yeah yeah exactly um and i feel like that was even like one of these things where i was like man i really like spartan races but then in my head i was like you know, I only really want to do the DC one though, because that's the, that is the event that I know. And maybe some of the other ones are going to be like a lot harder because it's mostly flat up in DC. You're not like running up any mountainous hills or anything right, like that. Yeah. You know, they do some of these like ski resorts where like you're talking about running up, you know, like a black diamond or something like super intense. And it's like, oh man, no, that's like, that's that'll yeah. be so much. And so, but then, it, then the thing was like, I had made myself be adventurous enough to go and try the event, but then it was sort of like, well, now I just want to do the DC one. So then I was like, okay, challenge myself to do a different one. So I went to one, uh, a different one in Virginia, in Arrington, Virginia, and I did it like as like a birthday gift to myself one year <laughs> and I just did it like solo. Yeah. But now what has happened is that like when I look at the list of Spartan races, I'm like, okay, when's DC or Arrington? You right. know,
2: it's like, it's, it's like, like you're not willing to like go outside the boundaries of that. Yes, exactly. It's like, yeah. why am I so
1: stuck inside of like, like doing the ones that, that like, I know. So I was like, I, I feel like I have this like adventurous personality, but like to a point, right? you know? And it's like, I really have to like knock the walls down like three times before they're like ultimately like down for good. And I'm just sort of like, yeah, I've done like 10 of these in 10 different places. Like, you know, they're all, they're all difficult in their own ways, but you know, right. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's that kind of awareness that I think is like, it's so difficult to like, to, to keep, pushing. You yes. know?
2: I do know what you mean. Like it's reminding me uh, like I'm trying to think of like a different example of like where it's uh, even even mountain biking. You know what? We can bring it back to that where it's like if you were to, like, oh, you want to go mountain? B-? It's like like do you like mountain bikes? Like I love it. You know, absolutely want to do it. But like for the longest time, the place we would go was always Carvin's Cove.
1: Yeah, which is like and, a local trail
2: system here. Right. And there was like a series of like, you know, uh, 10 or so trails that you just got like really used to riding or something. And then I remember like one one weekend. Um, someone being like, Oh, well, it's probably a little too wet. So do you guys want to do like Mill Mountain instead? And be like, Absolutely not. I don't want to do Mill Mountain. I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, it's like, sounds like, 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 no, sounds like not as much fun. It, it, first of all, I know, I know where the, I know where the star is. Okay. I know what Mill Mountain is. It's steep as all over there. It man. is. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be biking up that. Like, this is going to be like terrible. You know, like, the, where we're going is so perfect. There's no way that this is as good. And I would still stand by. I don't like riding on Mill nearly as much as going to the cove. It's pretty hard. But it was like, I feel like that's sort of the same thing. It's like, oh, you like mountain biking? It's like, I like doing the, the, the trails i know i know you're, you're yeah. exactly right yeah because like this is
1: uh, this is another one of those like where uh like you'll find yourself like traveling or whatever it's like hey should we go and check out like the the trail system here it's like i'm good yeah <laughs> you know yeah.
2: it's like i don't know that's it seems like it could be kind of intense yeah even it's- even like i'm thinking like fishing now and it's was like do you like fishing It's like well i like being in vermont and being on the boat and fishing on the cove you know and it's like right but i'm not like it's like I do like fishing. We, you know, we went on the James River for a while. I know that one little stretch right there, and that's a lot of fun. I know how I know what to expect out of that, but I'm not like I'm also not like I'm never like actively being like, we should try out new fishing holes guys. We right. should be going to like, I just heard about this new hot spot on the new river. We should we should be trying to hit that up or something, right? You know, it's like, well, it's like I like I like recreating the thing. I know in a way that's fun, but, it, but which is not to say that like I wouldn't have fun doing the other things. I know. I it's know It's like I know. I know how this one works yeah we're speaking the exact same language here. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: this is this is definitely the uh, I, I don't know why this is like this is like so on my mind because it, it it again kind of reminds me of like the cruise or like some of those early like experiences going to Disney as an adult like with Alice where like I felt in both of those situations I was like man there's a lot to take in you know like I'm like I'm I'm trying to learn like all the all the verbiage all the all the strategies like you know what what does this place refer to does that is that magic kingdom or is that an animal kingdom like I don't even know like yeah. who does fire works at night you know like right where where do you drink around the world like you know didn't know any of the information and it's like once you go and you like build this foundation it's like well now it's fun to build on top of that foundation exactly maybe that's maybe that's who we are maybe we're foundationalists we're foundationalists yeah we are people who like to go and learn how to do something and then learn how to expand on the thing that we already know how to do but like but like we want to continuously have each next thing that we do be growing on the thing that we had like laid the groundwork before mm, you know what, what you I mean, mean. yeah, yeah. 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 Now I'm curious because because then in the meantime, I feel like many of my friends and I would have even probably counted you, like, especially with the eating stuff in this regard where it's like, I feel like they are all people who are extremely open to like brand new situations where it's like, Hey, you say it's fun. Cool. I'll be there. Right. You know? And I'm like, gosh. It's like, 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 I'm even wondering now, like, I wonder if this is the reason that like me and these people make such good friendships. Because like, I want to go and do the thing that like, I am very familiar with and they are open to doing some new experience, which is the thing that I'm already familiar with. Right. You know, Um, because yeah, that could be, that could be
2: a thing. Okay. Yours about the Spartan race is interesting because it's like, to me, it's like, there's like the act of signing up for one. Like, there's no part of me that doesn't feel like I couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, I know <clears throat> and and I agree with that. Like I think um maybe it's maybe it's almost like like playing like Mario Kart for the first time and like you know you go and you play like a tournament or what was what it called like a Grand Prix yeah um, and like the thought might be like okay like you know I came in like seventh overall the first time I ever played Mario Kart in a Grand Prix mm-hmm. and so then I played it again it's like okay got third that time it's like okay so I'll play it again that time I got first and, you know but like only like one started or something right you know like um but then like it's like okay now I want to play it to three star it and it's like I'm not really willing to move on until I three-starred the level right you know and it's like like i can't tell if like maybe that's a piece of it where it's like okay i went somewhere new i was brave once i now got to experience like the whole new landscape i know where to park i know like what the course is going to look like i know you know like they have like the bucket carry and the climbing rope in this one um but like we don't have the like the atlas ball or something like that you know it's like, it's right. like my mind can like figure out like the ins and outs it knows what to expect it's like now i want to go and do it again like with the knowledge of everything that i learned the last time and like see if i can can't do better there. Like, cause I think in my mind, it's almost like if I have to go somewhere whole, like entirely new, then I'll have to like restart. You right. know, it's like, it's like, you know, I was, I was working my way up on the leaderboard on the other one. Oh, I see. But if I go yeah. and like start somewhere new over here, then like I have to go at least oh, yeah. once oh, come on. just to get the lay of the land before I can go back and actually like truly have fun with it. And then mm-hmm. I probably need like three more times after that to like actually be good at it. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, So maybe that's, maybe that's a piece of it. I you suppose know? I can
2: see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah,
1: you know, it's like I, I never expect that I will be great at something my first try. I see. Or I'm almost certain I will always be better at it on my subsequent tries mm-hmm. than I was on my
2: first. Right.
1: Um. So I think that there's like a lot of that for me. Like I like how I wanna I wanna be able to like really really like build mm-hmm. and and explore. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So that's the thought. That's the thought. Um, I, I, it's it's kind of late in the episode to do it, but you want to do a quick transition? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Popcorn Culture is supported by Shopify. If you've ever purchased a candle, coffee, tea, or t-shirt from us, then you've actually interacted with our own Shopify store. Now, in case that's not clear exactly what that means, allow me to explain. Coming up with great merch can be a challenge, and figuring out where and how to sell that merch used to feel like just as difficult, until we found Shopify. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. You can sell without needing to code or design, just bring your best ideas, and Shopify will help you open up shop in no time. Long before I ever uploaded my first video to YouTube, I tried opening an online store for a past business selling aquarium stuff, as you know I did in a past life, and what I came up with was so complicated. It was the major blockade to creating merch for us for the longest time. That's where Shopify's standout feature must be. It's user-friendly interface and flexibility. It empowers users, regardless of technical expertise, to create and customize their online stores easily so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash pop pop that's all lowercase go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash pop pop Popcorn Culture is sponsored by June's Journey. Okay, so y'all know how we love a good easter egg in a movie. It's like the creators are just winking at you from the screen being like, hey, if you know, you know. Well, to spot these, I often feel like my eyes are on just maximum alert, scanning every little nook and cranny of every scene. But I've got to tell you that June's Journey takes this concept to a whole new level. With a murder mystery backstory, you enter room after room and are tasked with quickly locating specific... specific objects to progress through the story. And let me tell you what, I assumed I'd be good at this, but I must have played the estate parlor room like 10 times trying to clear it faster. Then there's this whole like customization aspect where you can build out your island as you earn points. It starts as like a beautiful estate. Then you can add gardens, fountains, walking paths, and so much more. So find out who murdered June's sister and get lost in the roaring 20s and discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
2: Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Marvel Strike Force. Okay, so are you guys like me, like where you watch the Avengers? You're like, wow, Nick Fury has no idea how to assemble a team. I would make so many changes. Well, with Marvel Strike Force, you can do just that. Because this game is all about engaging in epic battles, strategically assembling your team of heroes and villains to stop the evil Ultimus. But it is really not just about the battles. I mean, Marvel Strike Force offers an immersive storyline, stunning graphics, and a vast roster of characters to collect. An upgrade from Spider-Man to Captain America, Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom to Black Panther, the entire Marvel Universe is yours to explore. So seriously, it doesn't even matter if you're a hardcore Marvel fan or not, or whether you're just looking for like an action-packed RPG experience. Download Marvel Strike Force now on the App Store or Google Play Store and join millions of players worldwide and unleash the power of the Marvel Universe on your mobile device. Plus, this is kind of the cool thing and maybe why you want to do it like right now is because the Deadline Deadpool anniversary event is going on right now so there's like weekly events and bonuses and if you complete each event You receive special awards and skins and all that fun cool cosmetic upgrade stuff and and we have a unique promo code for every New user so please follow the link in our description That's how they know you came from us and use the promo code Maxpool. and once again, thank you so much to Marvel strike force for sponsoring this episode
1: Okay, so I wanted to do a transition for a very specific reason. Okay, is <laughs> because I was putting together. We we're having a little a little conversation uh, with with Cat here in office prior to hopping on to record this particular episode, and so I was. Uh, the The question is because I feel like sometimes there is differences from people to people on how embarrassing something actually is. <laughs> like, okay, you know this is this is like one of those things where um, I feel like. Uh, If I were to go back... Uh, in my life there might be specific moments and one of the one of the examples that I'm certain I've given on the pop before but like I that I felt like I experienced so many times in like my high school years maybe, maybe a little bit of college maybe less um, but like you know it would be like the day that you like got like a new outfit and you went to school and you felt super confident you're like man I'm wearing like my new shoes and my mm-hmm. new jeans and mm-hmm. I got this cool shirt you know that's like a like a popped collar or something like that which I don't actually think I ever did a pop collar but not the point um, but then like you know, you're like walk in a homeroom and you like feel like everybody's looking at you and you like go to sit down and the person next to you is like hey your uh your flies down. And yeah. you're like,
2: and you're like, dang it,
0: no, the end of me. Like,
1: you know, here I was, <clears throat> I, like, I, I mean, it almost goes back to like what we were talking about a little bit earlier, which is like, it's like I was so confident, like I I broadened my but f- my fashion horizons, and I walked in, and everybody was looking at me, and then only to discover it was for this embarrassing reason instead. Yes. Um, and so sometimes I think what might happen though is like in my mind, you know, it's like, oh no, it's like oh my, the fly was down in a moment where I thought the reason everybody was looking at me was for a positive reason. But then like in my mind, ever since then somebody catching you with your fly down is arguably the most embarrassing thing. Like like can and should be just utterly mortified. You know, it's, it's like, oh, this is the worst. This is like the toilet paper on your, like stuck to your shoe. When you walk out of the Uh public restroom, it's like, no, I can't believe this happened. But sometimes I think this is the type of thing, like where like, you'll tell other people and like, oh, good catch. Thanks. You know? And they're like, so unfazed. And I'm like, I'm like, is this something that I have like grown to believe? is more embarrassing mm. than it actually is yes um, could
2: be. could be this is like i'm immediately thinking of like um if you have like some like a like a like a, like a, a green leaf in your teeth or something ah yes you know? yeah and it's like I've, I've seen people or before and it's just like i don't know if i should if it's better for me to tell them because if i tell them will it be embarrassing that like i saw it or will it be like it, will it be like me saying like you should be embarrassed by this or is it just like acknowledge or would they be like happy that like I pointed it out because like otherwise they have something green in their teeth. Right. 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 You know? it's, it's like, like thank oh, goodness
1: it was only you I that know. noticed. Thank it. you for yeah. telling me. So right. I didn't
2: do talk to another hundred people. Right. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> and
1: I suppose that's the type of thing like where it's like you don't really know. Um, it, like you don't know what well, like. <sighs> what the worst case is here or something like because I, I do think a lot of times to be on the receiving end of that I am usually embarrassed that I just didn't catch it myself right. first before anybody else did right and so like the I know that I've told this story before but we used to we had a talent manager like super super early on when we started doing stuff and he was in general I think someone who was like kind of like a mean person he was aggressive uh, yeah. yeah and so like there was I remember like one instance where we were at like playlist live or something like that and I had something in my nose and I remember him being like, "Ben, you got something in your nose," and it was like, like, he, like to his credit, he knew that like there are people there that like I was going to potentially see, potentially take pictures with, like you know, like you are in like a somewhat public situation, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like if anything, probably part of his job is to be the person to like preemptively strike on such a situation. situation, But also like when he told me, I remember just being like, well that was rude.
2: (laughs) You know (laughs) That's interesting. And and so
1: that would be another one where it's like how how embarrassed are you if and when you have something like in your nose, in your teeth, you know, on your face, like whatever. You know, it's like the like Hermione like telling around like, you've got debt.
2: Yeah. On your nose. Did you know? Did you
1: know? Sounds right. Like she sounds like she's being like maybe just a tad judgmental in a that tad, moment. Yes. Um, so I had I had other examples of stuff like this because one of the the thing that brought up the the conversation initially was it seems like for whatever reason, the thing you can never get away with, regardless of who you are, regardless of the situation, is your voice cracking. Oh yeah, yeah, you're you know? absolutely right about that. This is like one of those things where it's like like when we're shooting like a super Carlin Brothers video, if you get through like an entire take and everything's perfect, but like your voice cracks on like the last word, it's like you gotta take that again. That whole thing, <laughs> it's my like man. we're not we're not running that, yeah. you know,
2: like like well, I know what all the comments will be. You know, is, voice cracking is such a, a funny one because like I remember like, you know, when you're when you're 13 and going through puberty and it's happening like all the time. Yeah, it is like it just feels like, you know, <laughs> the worst thing in the world, but like the further I get from it and like the more adult you are. It's just sort of like no, you're right. It's society's job to call this out. You know what? It's like <laughs> it's like it's, it's 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 almost more like it's like oh it's your turn to be made fun of for this you it, know? it almost
1: does feel like that yeah. like we do we do like the um like the like you, you know like if you go to like the fair or whatever and you like spin a wheel to like win like a keychain or something <coughs> like that And but like you know somewhere on that thing is like winning like a cool prize you know it's like yeah you know there's like 64 different options or whatever it does feel like on any given moment like the world is playing like a giant like spin wheel and it's sort of like
2: and eh! it landed on you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And And it's just like every I think it's just such a universal thing and it's like everyone agrees that like it's it's just better if like to to, like laugh at it or something like 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 it'd be easy to be listening to this be like no, it'd be better if we just didn't acknowledge it at all and just move past it, and it's like I think the world collectively disagrees with you and it's like even as the person who is on the receiving end of the joke whenever it happens. It's just like yep, I deserve this. Yeah, I do deserve this. (laughs) This is the moment. This is the moment. You're right. My voice cracked and it was embarrassing for me. Please bring it on. Okay, I know but, yeah and now we're moving on like i think you just you have to lead into it more than anything else so i think yeah it's, it's like this enigma embarrassment thing it, it's very specific
1: yeah. but it is also like one of those things where like you know you might have like your voice crack or whatever <laughs> in some situation you're like i know ever gonna remember this and i feel like for the most part they that's won't. true yeah. but there is like one instance in in particular and i feel horrible telling this story but it's also like one of those things where like i couldn't even tell you the person or like who they looked like or anything like that i like, don't know anything about them but there was this really funny instance in college where uh big steve who we talk about all the time oh, yeah. was we were roommates and um we were going to buy something at lowe's and we had like asked one of the attendants while we were there you know like, do you know where it is and he's like yeah let me show you, you know it takes us to, like aisle 17 or whatever. we get there and as he's going to walk away he goes holler if you need anything <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the worst yeah. you know because it, it was like a high school kid who was like you know working there whatever And just showed us <laughs> the thing and, but I mean like to this day like me and Steven like if we're like we'll say like, holler yeah we'll yeah. Talk, holler if you need anything <laughs> and it's it's the worst because it's like we're always I mean like it stuck with us we were with other people at the time and it became this like gag all through like our senior year of college and it was like this one moment that this one guy had where he was just like probably went to the break, break room and was just like, just shake it off just shake it off it'll be fine <laughs> it'll be fine um, you know it's like surely put, they won't talk about it on a podcast like 15 years from
2: now yeah I'm sure he <clears throat> forgot about it 10 seconds later hopefully and, you know I don't think even now I don't think you're you're not making fun of him you're just you're just enjoying your joke with your friend
1: and that is yes more than anything it's like we, we're definitely not thinking like oh yeah. this person yeah. like they should feel less about themselves because exactly. their voice exactly. you know all these
2: years that ago guy, it sounds like he gifted you with a moment more than anything maybe that's it yeah. Maybe
1: that's it I should I should express my my outward gratitude uh, towards this so I had a list of other other things to, that I was curious whether or not it was embarrassing for you to have these types of things happen um, okay one of them is getting caught taking a selfie
2: oh I mean I don't think so um, I think I, I'm not I'm not embarrassed by that okay at all. but also the to that end like if anyone were to call me out on it it'd be like my I am like I am a content creator for a living. So like I have such an easy out to that one. And that's what I was going to say. This, yeah, this, yeah this, like, it's it, like-, like I'm a little immune to that one. But at the same time, at the same time, I sometimes I have left work and I'll see like, um you know, like uh, a, a a group of high schoolers out there, like clearly just like they found like what they think is a scenic spot and they are just posing, taking selfies or taking pictures of each other clearly with the sole intent of these are going on Instagram later. Yeah, like, we, we dressed up. We went out to take pictures to post to social media and like I, I think there's like there I have I've seen it. Several times, and like I feel like my brain has arrived at this like crossroads. Where like so I I know some people will look at the, like those, um, like these high schoolers and just decide like, wow, embarrassing. Like, ugh, what is this generation coming to? Like, it's like I can I know people are driving past them and judging them in a negative way. Sure. And to me, I'm all. But then like, <clears throat> and I was like, that's one road I could take. <clears throat> Excuse me about to have my voice crack over here. I was say,
1: wow. Embarrassing. Oh, wow. But then I was it's like, really
2: at the same rate though, like I'm looking at them and part of me is just like really impressed because like they're out there like just like with the confidence to go do it and like they want to do a thing and so they're doing it and I'm like you know what part of me just wants to be like bravo look at you guys just out here doing the thing yeah like, yeah yeah like, like you, you know you're,
1: you've you, i mean because if anything you're taking the time to go out there and like express yourself through like whatever clothes you thought were like appropriate for the shoot right you're also like taking the energy to like go and try to like have like you know take like a great photo
2: right you know, which is like its own form of art right it's like you, you could interpret it as being very vain and maybe what they want is just a bunch of likes on instagram but like at the same rate, like it took some courage to come out here and do it in public. And like, it's the sort of thing that like, I know that me as a high schooler would have wanted to do and was too afraid to do. And these people are doing it. And I'm like, part of me is just like recognizes that as (laughs) well. So personally, no, I'm not embarrassed to take a self, especially though in 2024, like, I, I remember when, like, Instagram launched. If you posted a selfie, you almost had to, like, make a joke about it. Like, <laughs> I was feeling a selfie today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, and it was like, yeah. oh, God, dude, it's just so cringy to post a selfie. And now it's like, if you're. If you're posting things that aren't you, I'm like, why even bother? Like, <laughs> what do you think I'm following you for? Your food? No. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Selfie Saturday is that a thing? It yeah. seems like it could have been. It does. It's Like, People... oh, we need an excuse to do this. Whoops. Right. 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 Yes. Yes.
1: yes. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like there's also like throwback, throwback, throwback Tuesday, throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Yeah. yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, where it's a, it's sort of like, hey, I get to th- I get to post like an old cringy photo of myself, or hey, I get to post an old great photo of myself. Exactly. And it's like it's like you know what? Like I I understand that this is like you know. It's been a while. Maybe maybe I don't look as cool as I did in this particular photo, but this is just a good opportunity for me to get to share something. Let me remind you great. guys
2: how great I looked.
1: The other thing I want to say for taking a selfie is that I feel like the the uh, the creation of the forward-facing camera yeah. I think has also made it like a lot more agreeable because you can do it in like like fewer takes faster. Oh, yeah. But back in the day of like the flip phone where you had to like hold it out backwards and like take the picture of yourself and then like immediately turn it around and be like, oh no, that was terrible. And then do it again. Yeah. Like that whole scene, it's sort of like, like I feel like that that uh made it like a lot more complicated. Plus it was less accepted during the period it was yeah that, that was it's going way on.
2: more mainstream now
1: yeah the thing that always throws me is still and i've talked about it a million times is i've never i never really understood snapchat so like the frequency at which i see people uh like you know especially like when we're like out at the parks and stuff yeah. like that and they'll just be like you know like they'll like hold their phone up and you could tell they're just like eh, and they like take a picture um occasionally like i'll be like on the the like a passenger on the seat behind them, yeah, you know, like on a ride or something. This happened on Splash Mountain, like a few times, like on one trip. And so like in the background of every shot, I was just like, (laughs) <laughs> you know I'm
2: like Oh my god. <laughs> Dude there was we were I'll on in um, me and so at our last trip to Disney World um at one point we all just sort of like broke and went in a bunch of different ways and me and Luke uh, Luke wanted to go ride the carousel so we went and did that and we're we're on the ride we're sitting on the horses and he's on my left and there's this girl on my right and I see her I see her gearing up for a selfie and I've got about like 1 second to make a decision like I'm not going to photo bomb this girl and like in in just in, in my brain was like yes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> so I see her do it. I like time it perfectly, and I just go. Who? She was holding up. She was holding like a piece with her finger. So I did that too, and she took the picture. And she looked at her phone, and she just busted out laughing so hard. Her like friend turns around. I was like, why She's like, "This guy just jumped in my picture." That's amazing. <laughs> it was, I mean, it it worked out so good because it could have gone so bad where she looked at it and it was like. <laughs> you know, right, been, right, 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 yeah, been. turn, turn, i like, this guy, this guy, yeah, so glad, so glad that she's like, I, you know, I have to post this, I have to post this, and then she's like, here, can you tag yourself, and I was like, sure, and then she like, looks at our account, and she's like, what, <laughs> are you an influencer, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just some people, I don't know, well, let me just knock some dust uh, off yeah, no, me, yes, that was kind of that was a funny thing, anyway, so. Photo okay. bombing pro okay i yeah. love
1: it i love it so a uh, pro pro bomb. oh yeah, yeah, yeah always always Hilarious. that's a good one <clears throat> um okay let's see here another one that, uh, that i feel like this is I, I feel like i don't find this to be that embarrassing but i don't tend to laugh at people when they fall anyway yeah um so the next one is just tripping tripping so yeah like you know like let's say they're like on like an uneven sidewalk and somebody's just walking by themselves down the street and catch their toe on the uneven sidewalk and just sort of like take a stumble and then you have to like sort of like look around like did anybody just see me almost eat it (laughs) embarrassing or
2: no um I I don't think I don't think embarrassing but because for me if this happens to me the emotion that takes over isn't embarrassment it's anger normally so you're mad at like
1: the sidewalk for um, being there yes exactly
2: I am just like I have like I have experienced like there was a time in my adulthood where like I bent over to pick something up and I just like on the act of standing up like hit my head on you know whatever yeah like a door or an open cabinet or something and it was just like I rem- I can I can go back to it and it's happened you know since then or whatever but it was like the anger that erupted out of me in that moment it was like having an out of body experience yeah you know? it yeah. was just like I am like uh, and it's like intrinsically I know it's like the pain's not that bad like three seconds later most of it has subsided right you know and like the um. You know, like, I know, like, within... Ten minutes, you're gonna be fine, dude. Like whatever, but like the act of just being struck in the head unexpectedly, just like the effect it had on like like my biology was like anger. It's uh, so <laughs> yeah. It's like you had
1: like a fight or flight, and <clears throat> yeah. your 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 body was like, all right, let's all go. Right. Who let's wants g- the fight cabinet door? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, and
2: it was just like, why is this happening? Like, I need to like I think like, there's no reason for it. You know, it's and that's the
1: problem is that if you don't have a way to direct to this particular piece of energy then it, it's so like th- I think that can be the part of it that can make it so infuriating because you don't know it's like all of a sudden you feel an emotion and it's like if inside out has taught me anything you're supposed to let yourself feel those emotions oh, yeah. however it's like where to I know, you know like to where, do, where do I go with this but so hilariously I did see this exact same thing on the cruise where we were out one night um, Alice and I and there was like a party going on, on like all the decks and stuff like that and we you watch this guy just sort of like he was like walking backwards I think going to like take a photo of somebody and in the, the process of doing so there was like a, like a tiered deck system that during the daylight is incredibly obvious like you never miss it Yeah. but he was sort of like walking backwards there's a lot of stuff going on you know like whatever Um, and he trips backwards and basically it takes like he almost falls but doesn't and the, the thing that I found most interesting was exactly what you almost just described where it was like he like put his hands in the air and he's like looking around he's just like clearly furious and yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, but, but sir, who are you mad at? Exactly. Like, you know, was it, are you like right now in your head? Are you like the engineers of this boat? They could have thought this through. Right. You know, it's yeah. Like, like, it's like,
2: like the like, injustice that all I was doing was walking and now I'm in pain or yes, something. Yes.
1: Yeah. But to be fair, I did not find it like embarrassing. Like I did not read it in the same way, like as like talking about like, the voice cracking where I was like, Oh God, that was embarrassing for him. I was like, Oh, it sucks. Like, you know, I, I know what it's like to trip. I've been there. Like, it's not fun to trip, so, you know, but I don't know why, like, my voice is also cracked and I still find it, like, like, I I recognize that it might be embarrassing for somebody when they still experience that particular emotion. So tripping is not something that I find to be, like that embarrassing Yeah. because it's just sort of like everybody trips, but everybody also farts. I think
2: sometimes it's like if I see, if I were to watch someone fall and it like induced a laugh, it's probably not because I'm like, I don't, I don't think they should be embarrassed. It's just sort of like something funny happened.
1: Oh, sure. 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 So like then then it's just like the goal is as the individual who has fallen to be a part of the joke. Right. Yeah. That's that is usually the best thing you can do is to laugh at yourself.
2: Almost always. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's see here. Um, this, this was a term that Kat also introduced us to as we were having this discussion, um, which was a phone fart, um, <laughs> which I, I mostly just thought was a hilarious um like term that I had never heard brought up before and and possibly invented by Kat's brother. So possible shout out and credit to him. Um, but the idea here would basically be like you open your phone in a public space and whatever you were like watching previously, like the volume is turned up on. Yeah. And so it's sort of like, Oh goodness. Okay. Let me close that real quick. Yeah. Um, so that was one that I, that I thought could be kind of like an interesting one. Like, are you, do you ever have this happen? Um, like, yeah, I suppose even if it's, like, not an audible sound, but if you're, like, in line at a coffee shop or something and, um, like, you open up your Instagram and it's, it's like like tabloid gossip news from like a, like a Kardashian something or something, you know, it's like, it's like, let me just go ahead and back out of there. Sports are cool. Aren't they? Yeah, Yeah. man. Brett Favre, he totally, he doesn't play anymore. I mm -hmm. I was trying to play this off. Um, But no, that would be, that would be like a non audible version of this exact same thing would be like opening your phone to like the last thing you were uh, like, like, uh, like scrolling on or whatever yeah. and, and it being something of of modest embarrassment to where you're yes. like well yeah let me just let me just close that out
2: yeah, yeah 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 there i do some, i do sometimes have that like we've gone to like enough of these like um like um creator events or whatever that like you meet some of the other people and you talk to them and you just sort of like follow them because it's you know oh what's your account i'll follow you or whatever yeah, yeah so yeah, you're just yeah, sort yeah, of like keeping yeah. up with like a bunch of different people now that you sort of know and it's like yeah we're all sort you're, of friends. You're, you're keeping up with who? What? (laughs) Keeping up with. Oh, the the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We, we yeah. haven't met them. Yeah, but like they might do anything at all. So like I know I follow someone and like they do a lot. I think um they do a lot of like, you know, sexy shoots okay, as it were. Sure. And it's like I'm like sometimes, you know, you, you open up your app and it's like they're at the top one. You're like, oh, I'm not, you know, mm. it's like, like can I give you the story about how I know this person? Exactly. like I like, <laughs> hold on. Yeah, it's like
1: <laughs> we're friends. Yeah, I know. Like, I know that. I know. I, yeah. It's
2: like it, if anyone just saw it looked like, oh, I see what kind of stuff you follow. And it's like, no, you really don't. You really don't. <laughs> no,
1: nope, it's an outlier. It's an yep.
2: outlier. I, this is no. Um, yeah, sorry yeah, that's that's always embarrassing. Like, whew, okay. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see here. Maybe. Um, okay. Hang on okay here's one that i think would be potentially interesting to hear your thoughts on is seeing a person who you know in a professional capacity in some kind of unprofessional manner or environment okay um so like i know and and this is like one of those like where uh back in my early like aquarium days i think that like a way that i tried to uh like like it's not that they weren't clients which is the term that i'm about to use but like i think that i would i would be using the term client in the same way that like a lawyer who has a client refers to their client Mm -hmm. you know this is someone who i clean their aquarium for them and so like the professional capacity is not like quite so elevated as it might be in in other situations yeah um but like this might be like having an aquarium client and me being at a bar, having a drink with my friends and running into this person who I am otherwise normally like very tidy, very presentable, very professional, right? You know, that type of thing. And it's like, oh man. Okay. You saw me very much out of the usual context. Right. Um, Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, Or alternatively, this would be like, like maybe if you're like at the grocery store on like a Saturday or Sunday morning and you just ran out to grab, milk and so you're in like sweatpants and slippers and you again yeah. run into somebody in a similar capacity where it's like you're seeing me in a way that you don't normally see me right yeah i, I know I, you see I, me
2: on the internet and i'm lively and um this is I, clearly i'm just getting you know milk from my kids right now so yeah i'm not really awake yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah, yeah. Still,
1: still got like the sleepies in your eyes yeah. yeah yeah um
2: i know like at least my like um i know I have not actually run into them in the wild ever but like my my therapist at the moment this was one of the first things like she went over with me she's like just you know we it's you know it's a, it's a small city so sometimes people see each other and so like she's just like up front if I see you in the wild I will pretend not to know you you you're like if you want to come talk to me, I will then engage you as much as you want. Okay, but like, but like, I will let you take the lead on it. Yes, because yes, because it is like a you know a somewhat confidential setting.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I have this exact same thing with mine. Where where once upon a time I ran into her at. Uh, or we didn't even actually run into her, but saw her with her family at GoFest mm-hmm. where we do like the live like popcorn culture, yeah. you know, that whole thing. And it was like one of those things where I like I asked her at my next session. And I was like, I saw you out in the wild. Should I have said hi? And she was like, of course you should have said hi. And I was like, oh. Uh, that's okay that's
2: that's a good point I know what we're talking about today
1: when you say of course of course you should have said hi it did seem obvious yeah now mm-hmm. but it didn't then yeah so anyway um but so occasionally i suppose that also happens where you then like see like somebody like you know when you're a kid and you go to kindergarten you think your teacher like lives at the school and then yeah. like you see them at the grocery store and you're like what are you doing here weird aren't you supposed to be at
2: school yeah <laughs> What kind of life do you have outside of school, lady? Right. Yeah. it's like
1: it's like I only ever know you in this place. Mm-hmm. Um, or alternatively, um, I ran into the the woman who cuts my hair uh, at like the grocery store uh, as well. Uh, apparently, the place where I run into everybody. But, um, this was, that was like one of those where it was like, I could even tell that like, she was like, I am not the person who was cutting your hair right now. And while you are the person who was cutting my hair, I am extremely interested in everything you have to say and yes. like very attentive and like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about like us having yeah. this like back and forth dialogue. Instead, this was much more like, oh, hey, I'm like, you know, see you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Weird. I, I am not working right now. Right. I think that I've seen I, this used to happen sometimes with like, um, people at the gym where there'd be like, you know, like maybe five of six of us total who are at the gym or something. And you see them and like while you're there and while you're lifting, it's like, yeah, we all sort of know each other. We have this like one thing we talk about, you know, that, that we that we do together and you are like encouraging of each other like while you're there, like, yeah, do the thing, lift the weights or whatever. Right. But then it's like if you run into those people out in the real world to be like, hey, hey, you yeah, know, I could talk to you for an hour in the morning or, um, you know, like, oh, good. I'll see you. You
1: know, hey, when's the next gym class? I
2: only know you inside of this. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, right. Yes,
1: yeah. Maybe it's just another one of those areas where it's like, again, if you can broaden the horizons a little bit and kind of like know them in different capacities, then like maybe it, maybe it, it it opens up a whole new world.
2: Yeah, as they say, could be. Anyway,
1: there we go, guys. As ever, uh, if you have any feedback this show, if you've ever had one of these encounters before yourself in the past, be sure to send me over all of your thoughts, popcornculturepod at gmail.com. I do love reading all of your emails. Um, Also, if you'd like to support the show, we are, uh, once again, we have a brand new piece of quarterly merch that is going to be available for the first quarter of 2024. We are doing a five-pin pack of enamel pins, all of which are going to be custom designed by uh, Isabel who is the new uh, Popcorn Culture editor Editor. and also happens to be just an absolutely amazing illustrator Um, we've seen all of the work that she has like put into it so far it looks really really cool they're all going to be like very fun and unique and different so uh, I feel like we've been on such a pin kick lately we felt like what better than to like sort of inject some fun new collectible Popcorn Culture pins into the world so if you'd like to check those out you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com slash popcorn culture and selecting the quarterly merch tier link to that in the description or all of the show notes down below but otherwise until next time pop pop